Where are all my cheerleaders at? Yep, I'm talking about the Big Bang cheerleaders of the 80s because you're going to remember this one. I think it was in the movie Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. But even if you were a cheerleader in the 90s or perhaps even the millennia, you might remember V-I-C-T-O-R-Y, victory, victory, that's our cry. You know it because I know you were saying it in your head if you're sitting there listening to this right now. Yes, we are going to be claiming victory in a little four-day challenge that I am hosting over on our Facebook group, Free and Favored, and it is MOVE. It is a MOVE challenge. More of victory every day. For four days, we're going to dive into each of those letters. I'm not going to tell you what they're all about because that would be spoiler alert, but I want you to hop on over to Facebook, join our group. I'm going to give you all the details about that. It's starting on March 29th. I could not think of a better time to start it than Holy Week because that is exactly what Jesus died for us to have is victory, triumph, right? He tore the veil from top to bottom. He came so that we could have life and have it to the full. He went to the cross for us. He died for us. I'm not even going to get in all that besides next week I will. But we want to step in and activate our victory. So often we negate it. We let it be dormant. We let it just lay there. Nothing worse, nothing worse than that. We want to go ahead and step into fullness of life, living a life of meaning and purpose. And we do that by living victoriously, having victorious thoughts, thinking things and doing things that then celebrate and share the victory that he died for us to have. So hop on over, free and favored, search it on Facebook, join us there starting March 29th. I cannot wait to have you. And I might even have some pom-poms. I don't know. Maybe I'll even send you some. All right, super excited for it. Can't wait to see you there. All right, now let's get this party started. Hey, sweet sister. Welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny, and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to Kung Fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you. So let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey there, sweet friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. This is Franny, and I am so glad you're here because I believe there's some divine Holy Spirit wisdom ready to drop on y'all up in here today. All right, so at the time of this recording, it is spring. Spring has just sprung, y'all. Now, the great thing I love about podcasts is that you can listen to it like two years from now and, you know, two years and six months, which would be entering into fall, right? And so with that, This is timely because no matter what, we are entering into new seasons. Now, not always winter, spring, summer, or fall, but in new seasons of our lives. So last week, I shared a little bit about entering into this new season, and I talked a little bit about snakes. You'll have to go and listen to last week's episode um, and check that out because I talked all about how a snake molts its skin right? And the one large piece, and we get rid of something in order to be able to step into our new bodies, into the new creation, right? That God wants us to be. And so knowing that it is spring, I know that that's a noun. And this is where the teacher in me loves to go ahead and share. This is where my edutainment comes in, because I want to share something that is hopefully going to share a little bit of wisdom and knowledge but also make you laugh a little too. So the word season itself is both a noun and a verb. 
the noun, as we already mentioned, it's kind of like one of the quarters of the year. And again, different seasons, you know, winter, spring, summer, or fall. But it's also used to reference perhaps a time of someone's life where, you know, there's a particular circumstance or something that's happening in their lives. So you might be in a season of singleness, or you might be in a season of, you know, empty nester, or a season of your college years, or, you know, exploring your career, or a new season of your health, a new season we have lots of different kinds of seasons, right? And so that, of course, is the noun form. We also know from the retail market, let's just be real, okay? There's always a retail season going on. So whether it be the holiday season, the Halloween season, the back to school season, the Valentine's Day, there's always a season when it comes to retail. And it seems like it gets earlier and earlier and earlier, at least Christmas does. Now, we also look at the word season as a verb, So the word season has lots of different meanings, but we're going to camp out here today with three different verb forms of the word season. And the first one is to give flavor. Now, I did go ahead and dive into Merriam-Webster's dictionary um, online. I did not use the old school one. However, I love this because it is to add flavor by adding savory ingredients. Now, we all know you got to have some really good ingredients. There is nothing better than a yummy, flavorful meal, mm-hmm. especially if it's seasoned with bacon. And I'm sorry. I know I have some Jewish listeners. I know you can't eat bacon, but oh, so sorry. Bacon has the best, best, best flavor to something. Brussels sprouts. Oh gosh, man alive. Okay. Next is it can be to treat something. So for example, they will oftentimes season wood to get it you know, to be made into a door or into a, you know, grandfather clock. They season it and treat it. And then the third way which we're going to explore here in this episode today is to make fit by an experience. Now, not F-I-T, like as in fit, like I'm going to get, you know, stealth. Perhaps you are, but, you know, it's not necessarily in terms of, um, you know, physique, but it's, you know, that somebody might be a seasoned CEO. That's an actually the adjective form of that form of that. Or maybe somebody is a seasoned athlete, right? That they are being seasoned in that, in that space, in that place. So today we're going to dive into that because I don't know about you, but when we think about that snake that I referenced last week, and we think about getting rid of something, we oftentimes focus on the getting rid of, right? And the things that we have to let go of, and we don't think about the God of addition. Now, I love God math. Now, I hate math by itself. <laughs> not a fan of math. Sorry, no, you're not supposed to say you hate things. You're not supposed to say you're not good at something, but I'm just not a fan of math. But I do love me some God math because the God that I know is not a God of subtraction. He is a God of addition and multiplication, y'all. Now, I just, I love that because God is not a God of lack. He is not a God of less than. He is the God of more than enough. He will go ahead and he will take and he will add and he will multiply the things when you give to him. Think about the little boy with the fish and the loaves. He took his little fish and loaves and he brought it to him. And then what did Jesus do? He multiplied it to feed. They set up to 15,000 people. Now in the Bible, it says 5,000, but that's because they only counted men back in the day. We know that there are women and children that were there. So with that little, little, little portion, he was able to take and make something grand and great because that's what our God does. Now, I love Darius Daniels. He mentions a really great quote, and I love him. He is from Change Church. If you don't know him, check him out. He's a very powerful um, teacher-preacher, and I just love him. And he has a great expression. He said, seasons change with time, and cycles change when we do. Boom. Seasons change with time, and cycles change when we do. Now, if you 
don't have a little notebook. You know how I feel about notes, taking notes, because I, you've heard me say it a thousand times if you've listened to this podcast, that of course, in order to live a noteworthy life, you got to take notes. So seasons change with time and cycles change when we do. So I don't know about you, but I want to go ahead and I want to change and I don't want to enter into that ba- that back into that same cycle. I don't want to go ahead like, you know, on that downward spiral and cycle into the exact same version of myself with every new season. So as time changes and as time moves on, we must too. And so I want us to think about the prayer of Jabez. Now, if you don't know too much about it, I've referenced it in previous episodes because it is a powerful little two verse um, I guess prayer, if you will, in the Old Testament. It's in First Chronicles 4.10. And the prayer of Jabez, J-A-B-E-Z, in case you're going to look it up, there's a really great book by Bruce Wilkinson. He actually takes and dissects this literally four verses in the Bible where Jabez is then mentioned and then that short little prayer. He writes a whole little quick book about it. If you get a chance, great read. However, he talks about in the actual um, scripture, pardon me, in the Old Testament, Jabez, his actual name means pain, born in pain. Now there's a lot that we can say about names and one, our parents give us names, but God also gives us names. We're not going to dive into that because I can totally go on for like a whole episode about that. However, Jabez comes to him and he says, Lord, I ask that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. He's saying, will you add on to what you have already given me? Will you enhance the gifting? Will you enhance the blessings? Will you enhance the favor? Will you enlarge my territory? And keep me from harm and pain, he asks. Okay? And I love that because it's such a powerful prayer. Because, you know, and this is not physically necessarily in, you know, geographic land acquisition. This is in enlarging the territory that God wants to use him as a vessel. And as a source and a resource in his community. Now, the God that I know is a God who will take something away. But give you something in exchange that is far better than we could ever ask or imagine. Let's just go ahead and just claim right now, Ephesians 3.20, right? God will give you immeasurably, abundantly, more than you can ever ask or imagine. And in some versions, it says to overflow. He will give you something more. You may have seen that little social media, you know, perhaps image. There's a little girl and she's holding a teddy bear and very reluctantly, she's not wanting to give it over to Jesus. But then you see the picture of Jesus and behind his back, he has this huge, like giant carnival sized teddy bear, like larger than life. And he's ready to go ahead and give it over to her, but she does not want to give her small little handheld teddy bear to receive this ginormous teddy bear that Jesus wants to give her. So as we think about seasoning with the verb form here, I want us to really reflect on this. And again, taking notes, and I want you to perhaps ask yourself some questions and perhaps write some of these scriptures down that I'm going to reference through here, because we know we want to be action takers, right? We don't want to just like in James one, it says, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. And you know how much I am an action taker, not to be legalistic, but to actually practice and apply what you're learning just like a good Sylvester Stallone movie. We want you to go ahead and take action. I used to love the Rambo movies. Oh, I even had a poster of Sylvester Stallone without his shirt on, like shooting a shotgun in fourth grade. Oh, man alive. Okay, we won't go there. He has not aged as well as I would have hoped. Okay, I digress. The The three different definitions here, adding flavor, treating something and processing something and then making fit. Let's think about adding flavor. What is it that God wants to, as you go ahead and rid yourself of something, as you shed the old, 
what is it that he wants to give you in this season? And so my prayer for you is right now that Lord, you will add flavor, that you will add personality, that you will add more of Jesus to each and every listener right now who's listening. Like a Baskin Robbins 31 flavors. Like I want you to be more made into the image of Jesus, like more in the likeness. No, just plain vanilla up in here. Let's get some moose tracks or Rocky Road or mint chocolate chip. And maybe that for you is maybe having more empathy, maybe having more compassion, more mercy, more patience, more self-control. There's so many attributes that we constantly need to be putting on, right? It tells us in um, the New Testament, we put on these things. We clothe ourselves in righteousness, which is to be made more like Jesus. And I love this scripture. And if you are taking notes, this is a good one to write down. John 3.30. And that we want to be different. We don't want to be at the end of this season, no matter what time of year you're listening to this. At the end of a season, you don't want to be the same person, right? We want to have more of him and less of us. It says in John 3.30 in some translations, he must increase and I must decrease. So more of him, less of us. And I just love that because I don't want to be the same at the end of this season. And that is my highest hope and prayer for you. Is it just like that Baskin Robbins? Think about the new flavor you want to be stepping into. All right. The second one is I want you to ask God, invite him in. Remember, he is a gentleman. He wants you to invite him in and treat right? To have him treat you. Lord, I ask that you, as I'm undergoing this process, Lord, that you will treat me. Of course, he's always always going to treat you with loving kindness. It might hurt a little bit, but he's trying to make you more like Jesus. And so I want to be treated as a beloved daughter or son. I want to enter into my inheritance, right? So often we, we receive salvation and then we don't do anything with it. We don't really believe that the Lord's promises are for us, that the yes and amen from glory to glory, we don't believe that those are for us. But it tells us in Romans 8, 17, that we are joint heirs in Christ. Now, let's not go ahead and leave out the part that's important here, because it says that we are in glory, we are joint heirs in Christ, also in his suffering. So this new season might be, as you let go of something, let go of someone, Mm -hmm. maybe an old habit, uh, that weekly spending spree at Target or on Amazon. Who knows? You know your own pain point, you know, getting rid of those, you know, bottles of wine every night or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what your vice is. That's between you and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. But I do know that we need to step into our inheritance and that we need to receive that and walk in that victory right? That we will be treated as sons and daughters and children of Jesus. So the first one is add flavor. The second one is to be treated um, in our royal inheritance. And the third one here is to be made fit through experience. Now, I know, I know, I know. Sometimes we don't like the experiences we have to go through. You know, there's that expression, don't pray for life to be easy. Pray for yourself to be strong. Some people are like, "Uh, no, I just want life to be easy. That strength thing, underrated perhaps overrated. (laughs) But let's think about in the Old Testament when Joseph, when he was sold into slavery and then years, years and years later, even though he had this vision and we will not talk about that. That's coming up in a future episode about vision. But he told his brothers like, oh yeah, like I have this vision that one day you'll bow down to me. And then fast forward, you know, 30 years, here comes his brothers and he, they're coming to him because of the famine in the land. And he has control over the, you know, the, the wheat. And he's like, uh, what you meant for harm God used for good. In Genesis 50, 20, he is weeping and he comes to them and they're like, oh my gosh, we can't believe we did this to him. He's going to, you know, he's going to kill us now. And he's like, don't worry, brothers, like what you meant for harm, God has used for good. He went through a lot of trials, 
right? And God was able to make him fit to be able to enter into Pharaoh's house. He was a, like the prime minister. He had a huge role in that. And so I always love sharing with you guys, you know, because I feel like that can, creates connections and you guys see that by no means am I perfect, but rather just alongside this journey, right? As a guide on the side here with you. And that I often like to do more, more, more. And God speaks to me, you know, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to do another program. I'm going to do another course. I'm going to hire another coach. I'm going to do another workout. Uh, You know, I try to do all the things. If it's new and shiny, oftentimes I race towards it, right? A lot of my personality is very much designed around that. But God has convicted me and he's continually worked on me in this area. I'm not as bad as I once was, but I still have work to go. Thank you, Jesus, that you have not completed the work in me just yet. Okay. But he has definitely allowed me to surrender some of this, be able to be able to give him more of me so that more of me so I can have more of him, right? So I need to go ahead and get rid of something and not be so full of myself so that I can go ahead and be filled up with him and whatever characteristic is that he is trying to, to bestow unto me and to work in me and to transform me and make me into his likeness. That is called sanctification, right? So during this new season, my prayer for you is these three things. One, that God would add and he would enhance and he would multiply whatever it is right now that you are wanting in your life. And I'm not talking financially, wanting as an attribute, as a characteristic to be able to step into what God is calling you to in this next season. Perhaps for some of you, it is to being a new mom, or perhaps some of you, it is, you know, your children are going off to college, right? To be able to step into this new season with grace, with beauty, you know, with open heart and open mind. The second one is to have an open heart and an open mind to be able to receive more of Jesus. Because we know that if we have a tight fist, God can't put something in it. So unless we let go and have our palms open to receive, unless we have our minds open to receive, unless we have our hearts open, y'all have heard me talk about how my heart is like, you know, Fort Knox with barbed wire around it, perhaps more like Alcatraz. And so I have to be open to receiving that or else I'm not going to be able to step into the fullness of what God has for me. And then the third thing is, you know, so that we could be fit for the calling that he has for our lives. It tells us in Ephesians that he has a special work for each and every one of us. We are assigned a special work here on earth that prepares us for the job that we're going to do in heaven. Yes, we work in heaven. I know that's hard for us to believe. We're not just like sitting around on clouds and, you know, wearing like little angel outfits, like not at it at all. (laughs) Um, We won't get into all that. So these are three, hopefully, very tangible prayers that you can be praying as you step into this new season, the season of addition, the season of multiplication, you know, and ask God to just be the mathematician in your life. Lord, I want less of me and more of you. Lord, I ask that you divide whatever it is, you know, in my life that needs to go ahead and be moved apart and set aside and that you will come into that place place and space and multiply what it is that you want to do in and through me. Now, you know, I love, as I always talk, that you have to take action I want you to write these prayers down, write down some of these scriptures, pray over these things, right? Ask God to season you in the verb form, these three ways. And of course, let me know if there is one thing in particular, like I'm really struggling with this. Like I always love hearing from you guys, but I need to share with you because I've had so many people reaching out to me. I'm actually going to be doing a program in my free and favored group. And it is called Move, M-O-V-E. Now y'all know that I love to move. I like to move it, move it. 
you might get bonus points if you can tell me what movie that was from. It's a children's cartoon movie. Okay. Um, and some of you, it's a 90s reference to your club days. Anyways, we're going to be doing a move challenge, M-O-V-E, and that is more of victory every day. Now, physically, we will be moving, but we are going to go ahead and get our spirit, mind, and body all in union with the Lord. It is going to be a commitment challenge. It is an accountability challenge. And I'm not going to dive into what the each individual letters are, but you know me being a teacher, I have an acronym MOVE. Perhaps we'll get bonus points if you can even guess what that is. So this starts on March 29th in Free and Favored. It is a four-day challenge that is going to help you as you step into this new season and you ask God to season you with more victory. I could not find a better, more appropriate time to lead this challenge than Holy Week because we know that Jesus died on the cross, right, so that we could have victory, so that he triumphed over sin And he rose from the dead so that we could have that. We do have that power in us. Oftentimes, though, we have it. We just don't use it. We don't turn the light switch on. The the plug is plugged in, right? It's plugged in the outlet, but we haven't flipped the switch on. So that is what we're going to be doing is flipping the switch as we move into this new season. M-O-V-E, more of Victory Every Day. So make sure you sign up in Free and Favored. Just go ahead and join the group as you end this podcast. Hop on over to Facebook, search Free and Favored, and join us. All right, until next time, sweet friend, I love you, I cherish you, I'm grateful for you, and keep shining because the world needs you. Until next time, keep shining. Hey, sister, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know life is full, but I hope I can fill your cup to overflow with more Jesus and joy. While I hope we're friends on all social platforms, I invite you to click the subscribe button so each episode will automatically download once it's released. Oh, and real quick before you go, if you found value in today's message and you learned something new, please share a rating and write a review. And of course, I'd love for you to share this message with another sister who might be encouraged by it too. Now, get out there and live fully, freely, and fearlessly, knowing that that is why you're here. Until next time, shine on, sweet sister.